your heart for the ones forgotten. Give me your eyes so I can see. Welcome to Maximized Living with Dr. Rosie May, a teaching ministry designed to encourage you to seek a healthy lifestyle through nutrition, time, and stress management. We hope to emphasize the importance of honoring the vessel God has given us stewardship over, our bodies, the temple of the Holy Spirit. Here now is Dr. Rosie. Welcome to Maximize Living Radio. This is Dr. Rosie Main coming here every week to empower you to start changing your life from the inside out. And we are here every week to hopefully just empower you with truth and the way you eat, the way you think, the way you move in all areas of your health and really helping you remind you actually how powerful your body is and uh, knowing that God heals all the time and we just have to remind ourselves that sometimes there's interferences in how we think and that destroy that healing. Sometimes there's interferences on how we eat that destroy the, the way the body functions and assimilates that nutrition. And uh, lastly, there's toxins and a lack of exercise. So the way we move, the way our body detoxes. So we have to remove those interferences so that our bodies function uh, and heal the way God wants us. And I know that many times um, we see miracles occur uh, through God because he's our healer, but sometimes it also requires our faith and our obedience uh, and uh, faith without works is dead. And so we are called to honor our temple. And so uh, we want to just remind you that there's so many things that need to be done on our behalf to start seeing those changes. And today I want to talk about uh, just what's been happening here in my life here recently. And it's something that, you know, um, you never really uh, think it's going to be your kids. uh, But uh, unfortunately, my son, one of my sons, I have twin boys, uh, was diagnosed with type 1 diabetes. And, um, you know, my sister, who died at 47 about four years ago now, Uh, She uh, had type 1 diabetes as well, so uh, it's kind of one of those things that I think genetics is, genetics are a tendency, but they're not a life sentence, and I feel that, unfortunately, uh, with my sister, nothing really was uh, done when she was diagnosed. Um, You know, I don't think my mom knew what to do, uh, and we fall in this trap thinking that there's no hope uh, with this disease, and unfortunately, uh, sometimes we don't really think we can do anything about it, but what I've seen even just here, he was uh, diagnosed, my son, um, after, I think it was in the first week of um, December of 2021, so um, it was one of those things that I uh, started to um, see some changes in him, uh, weight loss and just, you know, his energy levels were low. Uh, he was getting these headaches and I couldn't realize, you know, just, I, I, you know, I adjust him and everything and nothing was really helping. And, um, lo and behold, uh, actually a week before I, um, found this out, 
a patient of mine gave me a letter and it was a letter that it was prophetic in a way that you know she said god had talked to her uh to pray for me uh and she was praying and she just told me in this letter that god said that there was going to be a trial and it was going to be involving one of my sons and um but to trust in, in him because it was going to be victory and you know that um he was going to walk me through this and he was going to be okay. And so at that point, I didn't know what to think about that letter, but I put it aside. And, you know, after that week, you know, you start kind of listening more. And I started listening to see what's going on with my kids. Um, even though, you know, we do all the right things um, nutritionally. We have, you know, done so much to just try to help them in all areas. Um, but I started to see those those symptoms, you know, that he was losing weight and something told me I had to check his sugar and sure enough, his sugar was about 100, I'm sorry, 415 um, when I checked it and I checked all our family and definitely it was um, one of those wake up calls. And so, um, I took him to a, a um, nurse practitioner who also, you know, found that he was in ketoacidosis and so we needed to act fast. And so we sure did. Um, you know, my kids have never been to the hospital other than a NICU because they were premature and it was hard, but I took them and it's a thank God place. Um, amazing uh, people there at the hospital took care of him stabilized him and um, it was a great experience actually and uh, it's a very hard time to take anyone to the hospital because of the pandemic but yet you know um, we came out of there and we're very grateful uh, that he was um, stabilized uh, and when we brought him home uh, we decided to just take on a whole different approach of what we're doing with our health even though we eat very well we eat god foods uh, we eat uh, you know very healthy but yet we went to the next level and um, God kind of told my husband um, and he decided to um, go on a Daniel's fast. And so we have been on a Daniel's fast in my home and uh, basically with this diet, um, as you read in, um, you know, the Bible, you basically mainly vegetables and fruit and, you know, God fats, uh, uh, such as uh, nuts, seeds, avocado, you know, coconut, um, and mainly get rid of all the grain, the dairy, the meats. Um, and anyways, we've been on this diet and it's been amazing to see his uh, blood sugars just stabilize and using very, very, very small amounts of insulin. Um, and that's a long lasting one. And um, little by little, uh, we've been just seeing him need very little uh, insulin, if any. And so this is where it's been beautiful to see these changes just happen within, you know, several weeks already. And, um, you know, it's possible. It's possible to change. It's possible to heal. And it's possible to do this naturally if you start um, really 
taking your health seriously and knowing that you can change through nutrition. And uh, so um, we're still doing some functional testing to see why uh, he has it. He has a twin brother. Why did one get it and not the other? Um, you know, so I'm looking at his spine. I'm looking to see where are those interferences in his spine. As a chiropractor, we know that there's um, a supply of your pancreas. And, you know, is there interferences with that? So we're checking to see what we can change there with his uh, adjustments. Um, you know, there's also um, autoimmune issues that occur from sensitivities to food. So we're doing some functional testing for that um, to see what, what are those foods that create that inflammation. We are also doing some um, testing to see, um, you know, his stools, just to see if there's anything, um, you know, my, a, a lot of times people know that mycotoxins, uh, parasites, toxins, uh, that uh, viruses um, that also affect your immunity. So um, he, it, it's important to understand that um, Epstein-Barr virus is another one that is uh, very common that affects um, the way the body functions. And so we are doing all we can. So it says in the Bible that God heals all the time. God does not create junk. And uh, we need to just look at what can we do to start removing the interferences that are not allowing our body to function and heal the way he wants. And so I trust for victory the way God told me. I trust that he's going to provide the answers. He's, he's already provided them. It's just amazing to see the changes. And so this is where I want to start with us today because there is so much that one can do to start change their health. But it does require faith and obedience. And so this is where sometimes we need to start doing a new thing. Just like God said, he's going to do a new thing. We also need to start doing a new thing to start changing the way we live, the way we eat, the way we think, the way we act, the way we move, the way we do all things. And so again, if um, it's you right now that you're losing hope with your health, and you want to start living differently and doing a new thing, I want to um, just speak to you just uh, uh, about what to do. Um, and we are actually doing a seminar at the end of January. And I wanted, I want you to put it on the calendar. That's um, going to be January 29th on a Saturday. And it's going to be from 10 to 1. And it's going to be all about doing a new thing for your health. And so that's where um, we want to invite you. But also we want to ask that you bring those people that you know that are also searching for answers. And we're doing this at a venue at a church that a um, can't confirm yet. Uh, so we're just going to be, it's going to be to be determined. And so, but I do want you to call or text if you're interested. And, uh, that's going to be from 10 to 1, January 29th. And you can call, uh, to register or, uh, just put yourself on the list so that we can then get back with you. My number is 208-859-6170, 208 859-6170 and um, call me to, to register for that. Again, my name is Dr. Rosie Main. I am a chiropractor here in the area and I've been here for over 21 years and actually um, 
uh, our office is called Main Health Solutions, and actually we have uh, just um, been on this radio show for a long time as well, and we just encourage you uh, to visit our website if you want to find out more about what it is we do uh, for people when it comes to chiropractic, but also when it comes to your nutrition, your um, the way you exercise, the way you think, uh, detoxing, and we call them the five essentials. And we continuously do seminars and uh, work shops in our office or outside of our office to help people with these um, changes and uh uh, and we want to invite you if you are um, looking for a chiropractor you're new in town you want to see what you can do for your health uh, you can also call to set up an appointment to see what we can do to help you and um, we do the first evaluation which includes the exam the x-rays typically for $180 uh, but on this radio show and my social media um, we do it for only $40 and if you want to reserve that appointment Again, you can call me at 208-859-6170. So on the topic of type 1 diabetes, I I really feel I want to go into this topic because some people want to know, um, you know, what to do, whether you're diabetic or not. I think a lot of this uh, autoimmune issues um, are occurring um, and is something that um, even less common with type 2 diabetes, but it affects about 5 to 10% of all patients with diabetes. And if you have type 1, it means that your body is unable to make insulin to handle the glucose in your body. And this means that your body will need insulin through medication. I mean, that's you know, what, um, the data says. However, needing insulin doesn't mean that you cannot improve your symptoms and health naturally. And that's what I've seen with my son. And even with my sister, when she was living with me, she didn't need it as much. Um, it was, uh, the problem is that she had had so much damage for many years because really nothing was done, uh, with my mom and dad, which they didn't know what to do. So, uh, there are some natural dietary and lifestyle strategies that can support your health. If you do have type one diabetes, um, and in today's show, we're going to learn what type one diabetes is, and you'll also understand the symptoms and we're going to explain some of the, um, um, how it, you know, works and what, what, what it is. And you'll learn about the risk factors, I'll also want to go over some conventional uh, uh, treatment strategies, but also uh, really trying to find the root cause, which are the factors that uh, we see when when people have di- uh, diabetes. And so, um, you know, it's basically a chronic health condition. And, and in a healthy body, your pancreas makes a hormone insulin to take care of blood glucose. So if you have type 1 diabetes, it means that your pancreas really cannot make insulin. And so according to um, the CDC, um, type 1 is much less common than type 2, and it affects 5 to 10% of all diabetes patients, um, though it tends to develop during childhood, during teenage years, or as a young adult. Um, but the symptoms typically occur, and this is what I listened to and I started to see with my child, um, he was thirsty all the time. You know, I, I saw him craving 
he was always hungry, hungry and he was losing weight. I saw him lose about 10 pounds. He, uh, you know, was always fatigued. Um, he just seems like he would just, his not his normal self. And so, um, it, it, insulin is an essential hormone in your body that allows your cells, um, to use glucose from food for energy. And in this case, insulin, you know, wasn't getting into his body because he wasn't producing it. So, um, insulin actually helps glucose to get from your blood into your body cells to be utilized for this energy and your liver and your muscle tissues will store the remaining in the form of glycogen. Uh, so when you need extra energy, your body can break glycogen down into glucose and re release it into your system. And in a healthy body, your pancreas creates this insulin to handle all this blood glucose. However, with type one, it means that your body can't make it and therefore it's unable to process glucose. So this leaves the glucose circulating in the blood without arriving at its destination and uh, being converted into energy. So type 1 diabetes is very different from type 2. Type 2, which is much more common and develops because insulin resistance and reduces insulin secretion. So according to our current knowledge, type 1 is caused by autoimmunity. And according to a 2018 review uh, published in Endocrine Connections, it develops because autoimmune destruction of the endocrine pancreatic beta cells. So all that said, it's basically one of those things that your body starts supposedly attacking the pancreas. And I say supposedly because I really feel that the body doesn't always, you know, want to attack itself. But when there is a certain um, viruses or inflammation or immune response, uh, it uh, actually will, you know, the body starts to kind of get confused in a way. And so um, I feel that, you know, it's what um, gets created when there's an interference. So uh, one of these um, risk factors of type 1 diabetes, and a lot of times it's going to be familiar, like I said, genetics are a tendency, but they're not a license. I, I feel that anytime I say genetics, I know that it's um, in my genetic history. But I always proclaim that as something that we can also um, destroy that, that we can start calling on God to, to just to stop, to not allow the enemy to take our health. And so this is where we need to first pray all the time. And uh, there are, I think, a lot of environmental factors that will turn on genes. And so this is where viruses nowadays we're seeing uh, turn on these uh, genes um, and some of these things that uh, like toxins that we're seeing from just everything from the foods, from vaccines, from um, just all the the triggers that are creating this is what's really, I really feel the, the root cause. And that's what we're trying to find with my son. What is the actual root cause? So, um, uh, despite all that, I really feel that there can be some options for helping somebody with, um, treatment options. And so if you have type one diabetes, it means that your body is, 
unable to create its own insulin. So that means you, you know, sometimes you're going to be prescribed insulin and that's what we needed to do. We needed to bring and stabilize him. We needed to actually, he was in ketoacidosis. We needed to hydrate his body. We needed to do so many things conventionally to uh, help him. And that's what we're still doing now. But what we're seeing is that um, with time, it's also uh, getting to a point where we're having to use less of the insulin because we did change some of the root causes that are getting created through the foods that he was eating. And even though there were good foods, there were God foods, he was uh, uh, getting some kind of an autoimmune response to them. So like, for example, they love raw milk. They, uh, my uh, patients sometimes bring me raw milk, which I love them to death. It was very awesome for them to do that. But cow's milk uh, sometimes, you know, is very inflammatory, even though it's raw. And so I really feel that that's one of the things that they love to drink it. But it's when when um, sometimes you do some of these foods, such as eggs as well. And so these are the common things. Now, type 1 diabetes is an autoimmune condition. And having one autoimmune um, condition or having a family history of autoimmunity can increase the risk of developing another disease. And so uh, we want to um, uh, tell you that sometimes it could be celiac disease, that could be gut infections, chronic inflammation, um, from, uh, the gut can also cause these things. So, um, I think that, um, you know, short breastfeeding periods is a big issue that, you know, I actually was only able to breastfeed him for three months because I ran out of milk, probably from stress, from everything, from them being born premature, uh, and they were in the NICU for about uh, a month and a half, and, you know, I was uh, just stressed from not being able to provide for my family since I'm the one that works. Uh, and so there's a lot of factors. Um, and like I said, another big thing, I, I believe cow's milk, um, and gluten allergies. Um, so one of those things that cow's milk is just, um, even if it was raw, it is a common cause of food allergies and food sensitivities. And so we have gotten, uh, them off of dairy completely, uh, even if it was, um, good dairy. So now they're basically, um, we're, we're basically giving them coconut milk um, and hemp milk is another one that we use that is very um, good to have. So um, one of the other things is um, chronic infections uh, that we're testing for. I think uh, one of those things, there was a 2016 review published in Lancet that found that chronic infections may cause issues through viral infections, uh, such as enterovirus A, enterovirus B, C, um, there's rhinoviruses that can cause this. And again, like I said, um, Epstein-Barr, uh, is another one that also, um, causes this, um, uh, innate, um, immunity to go awry. So, 
one of those other factors can be even vaccine induced. I mean, they would never been vaccinated, um, but um, you know, I have, and so I'm sure that you know that could have been a factor. So there's many things, and I think the biggest thing I want you to get from all of this is that even though you've been diagnosed with any disease, but if you've been diagnosed with diabetes type one or type two, there's certainly things that you can do to start changing the way you live, the way you eat, the way you think. And so we have added so many good God foods, such as, you know, um, lemons and avocados and, you know, they, they eat so many vegetables right now. We have turmeric in our water and uh, lemon in our water, ginger. They have bone broth. Uh, they have um, things like uh, fermented vegetables, sauerkraut, kimchi, they are eating foods that are good for them and we've seen the changes and so we want to remind you that you can change and just like daniel he was obedient to god's order to have that those kind of foods to heal and he did and he came out stronger and we know we all know the story but you can do this too and i want to encourage you if you're uh, wanting to see what you can do for your health again i'm a chiropractor here in town my office called main health solutions and we want to invite you to come in and uh, see what we can do Uh, my number is 208 859 6170. You can visit me at Dr. Main, D R M A I N, dot Max Living, M A X L I V I N G, dot com. Dr. Main, dot Max Living, dot com. Or uh, visit us on Facebook at Main Health Solutions. And um, we want to also ask that you, if you want to make an appointment, you do this for only $40, which includes uh, the exam, x-rays, the consult, all that for only $40. So thank you for listening to us, and we will talk next week. God bless. Be sure to join us again next time for another edition of Maximized Living with Dr. Rosie.